because, because I'm a hot I'm girl. A hot, I'm girl. A girl. I do hot shit. Because I'm a hot girl. Welcome to Hot Girl Agenda, the fastest podcast on the left. <laughs> I'm Rara, and with me is my co-host, Yessi. Hi. Uh, we have a very special episode today, but before we get into it, Patreon, let's talk about it. If you're not already subscribed to our Patreon and getting all the sweet, sweet bonus episodes, what are you doing with your life? What are you doing? Seriously. Go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash hotgirlagenda, and get all those bonus episodes for 3 or $5. And if you sign up at any level, I will send you a sticker, a really cool sticker. I have a lot of them still, so come get so you a sticker. So many stickers. And starting in August, we will be making every other episode of the podcast exclusive to our Patreon subscribers. Yay! So that means even more free shit. Or I guess not free shit if you're paying for it. But hey, (laughs) even more content. So get on it. It's going to be really fun. We have a lot of cool stuff coming up. And today is a really cool episode because we have not only one guest, but two guests. Friends of the show. And with us today is Kennedy, co-creator of the Not Safe for Wonks Network. Hello, Kennedy. Hey, everybody. Good to be here. What's up? Uh, you know, you said you were the fastest podcast on the left, but I don't think you could possibly claim to be the most furious. That's just based on my impressions of Twitter this week. I don't know. Mm. I think I think not safe for wonks might be the most furious. I don't know. We're kind of it's mellow true. lately. <laughs> well, you thank thanks for ruining my thesis. Thank you for that. Um, I mean, the the important part is we're all a family. That's, there you which, go. <laughs> Yeah. If that's anything I've gleaned from not having watched these movies, it's like... How is family. it that the person right. who hasn't seen any of the movies just did the best joke so far? <laughs> imagine imagine their power if they had watched all the movies. Just saying, Jesse. Just saying. You know, spend I'd be a too week powerful. I don't think I could ever watch them now. <laughs> Oh, you saw all the best parts. Well, you actually didn't see all the best parts. And I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't even bring up our next guest yet, which is Rachel. <laughs> Hi. Which is uh, my buddy Rachel in Atlanta, who is a comedian and host of the Are You Proud of Me podcast. Hey, Rachel, what's up? What's up? I heard you've been busy doing a lot of comedy shows. How have those been going? Uh, Yeah, they're, you know, they're okay. They're good for the most part. Um, But I just bombed for the first time since I started the other week. So I guess comedy's back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, you're not truly back until you bomb, right? Yes, it was um, fun. What was your favorite show so far? That I've done? Um, I thought, well, I get to do Star Bar again. Oh, so nice. I'm the resident of Star Bar and Star Bar's open again. So just it's just really great to be in Star Bar again. Yeah. You know, there's no smoking inside. It's a lot less grimy. It's weird. <laughs> but um, it's, it's just great to be in that place. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, and uh, for those of you not in the know and have never been to Atlanta, Star Bar is like runs one of the, probably the best show in Atlanta. I'll go ahead and say it: the best show in Atlanta on uh, Monday nights for comedy, and they have all sorts of amazing people go through it. And there's a residency program that they do, and Rachel's a resident at Star Bar, which is like a very prestigious, like actually cool thing. So yay! We yeah, till the end of the year. That's rad. Whoa! Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a long residency, damn. Yeah. So, 
so much to talk about uh, with Atlanta comedy. We'll definitely have to do another episode about that specifically. But yeah, okay, so welcome to the show, y'all. Kennedy, Rachel, Yessi, and myself. Uh, So let's, so what we'd like to do on the show is we like to go through our hot girl shit that we did this past week. And I guess, Yessi, let's start with you. Yeah, hot girl shit that I did this past week. Okay, so this is, I think this is like hot girl shit on like a Marie Kondo level. Like I finally, so I moved two months ago now. And I finally unpacked my final box. Uh, That is a big W. So I feel like, you know, getting all my shit in one space and unpacked and not having to see another uh, cardboard box um, makes me a big hot girl this week. So how about you, Rara? What'd you do? Um, I got a ticket. Yes, bitch. That is like extreme hot girl shit. Very hot girl. I'm very upset about it, actually, because... I have to go to traffic court because no. they gave me a court date. And I will go to traffic no. court, damn it. I will fucking I mean, will you go should. to traffic court. You should fight it. I will because I don't think that guy's going to show up. Because I don't, I like, and, but it was scary. You know, I haven't been pulled over in 12 years because I'm a very good driver. <laughs> and that's what pissed me off is I was, I was, uh, I was also like running a red light while trying to do something nice for my friends. Like I was dropping two of my friends home from a, a little get together, a little dinner. And I was just in a neighborhood I'd never been in before, and it was dark, and I have really bad night vision, and oh, I no. was I was like simultaneously like looking at my navigation, trying to talk to my friends, and listening to the radio, and I just blew through a red light on accident, going really slow, by the way, which is very embarrassing. <laughs> I wasn't even going very fast, um, and then t- in order to pull over. I had to I run another red light because otherwise it would have just been pulling over on a two way street, which is like, you know, not great. And so in order to pull over into like a little corner shop, I ran another little red light like right after the first one. And he was like, the officer was like, yeah, um, you just ran two red lights. And I was like, well, to be fair, the second one was me trying to pull over into a safe space. Like, (laughs) and he was like, yeah, okay." (laughs) I was just like so freaked out. But anyway, it's fine. I just got to go to traffic court. I'm just really bummed because it was like I'm such a careful driver. And that's like a very irritating thing to happen for somebody like me because I drive like a fucking grandma. So. Oh, well. But that was my hot girl shit. Um, Rachel, what was your hot girl shit this week? Oh, well, last yesterday, I uh, celebrated my friend Powell's birthday by going to his dad's country club. And I drank a lot of alcohol for free. Yeah. I've never been to a country club before. It is very fancy. They had any food you want for free also. And then... We sang karaoke and I sang Talking Heads really poorly. And I guess that's my hot girl shit yesterday. That's pretty fucking awesome going to a country Agreed. club and just drinking all the free booze and eating all the food. Can't be that. Love it. What was your go to free drink? Like, what were you going well, back for? I started off with a daiquiri and then I had, I, I let Powell pick out my drinks. So they were like specialty cocktails with vodka in it. I don't remember what they're called, but. I had a lot of different kinds, like three different kinds. Yes, I love it. I love to hear it. And also, happy belated birthday to Powell Mansfield, another Atlanta comic we love. Happy birthday, Powell. You probably don't listen to the show, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Kennedy, what was some hot girl shit you well, did? Well, I got an electronic dab rig. 
And I feel like that's really hot, Ooh. girl, because I keep as I get older, I don't want my weed to be messy as fuck. Like I'm I'm sick of resin mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, I'm like I, I clean a lot now. I keep things really clean in my house and like when the weed shit is just destroying the house, it bothers me so much. Like I won't even really let people like smoke a uh, flower in my house hardly at all now because I'm just like, oh, wow. I don't want your ash on my carpet and stuff, you know? And so oh. I, I finally went all the way to electronic dab rig. Now I'm going to make it even more hot girl, broke it immediately. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but then... Uh, we managed to fix it, and I want you to just imagine, you know, three femmes struggling and crying, electronics on the desk, <laughs> and, uh, you know, how do we get this ceramic heating element, you know, the the replacement one oh in there? Uh, but we did it. It took several tries and a lot of uh, upset people. <laughs> <laughs> Peaks I'm really proud and of valleys. You the struggle there. Wow. <laughs> That is such a that is such a millennial move, by the way, to be like, I'm over this type of weed. I'm moving on to this other type of weed. <laughs> Society has surpassed the need for flour, electric dab rigs. Only. I'm always saying this. I mean, I'm flour, always saying this. I switched to edibles completely, so I, I'm like over all that. I'm not too. A, like completely offended by flour, but like smoking on my porch, please. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it around my plants. They're Some sensitive. Plants are sensitive. I was gonna say mm-hmm. you got a lot of them too. Like your setup is great. I love it. And you have a hot pink mic. Like you're really. I know. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. And then Ray and Yessie have cool pink chairs. Oh yeah. That's awesome. That's my gamer girl chair. I know your chair is legit, Ray. Thank you. That's a great chair. I need a gamer girl chair for sure. I know. It's got a pillow. Like if you lo- if you if you take a take an L and you need to lean back, it, it catches you. Like yes. Yeah, I oh got it. Now I got I pink got it too. For myself yeah. For my birthday, I think. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So now we all have mm-hmm. pink. We're all good. Okay. <laughs> Aesthetically, we're 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 where we need to be. Yeah. Okay. The vibes are right. <laughs> nice. The vibe. The vibes are on. And speaking of vibes, and probably. Um, Probably like the least hot girl film we could have ever reviewed uh, or film series we could ever review is Fast and the Furious. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Imagine my shock and delight when um, <laughs> t- two of my buddies said, yes, I want to be on your podcast about Fast and the Furious, a series that I have to justify liking every time a new movie comes out. I don't know about y'all, but I have to defend it like with my honor yeah. and be like, no, these <laughs> movies are good. Yeah. These are better than any Marvel movies or DC movies. Oh. And I stand by that. Easily. I stand by it. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It, it's actually, so I hadn't seen the first one since I was like a literal child, basically, you know, like a tween. It's been around that long. Um, and uh, I watched it again this week and i also watched a couple of the others uh and uh i was like wow you can really see why they made so many of these dang movies like this is actually this is actually (laughs) pretty good (laughs) everyone has an arc like it's not just you know because i feel like if they had just stuck with like the street racing street gangs thing they they would have been way less interesting over time Mm -hmm. but they went global with this Mm -hmm. shit like there are levels and levels there's spin-offs now it's like incredible right um and yes he has never seen any of them i've never seen them 
And now I so I sent uh, Yessi a recap last night of a recap. I was watching it was like about 27 minutes long and it went through all of the movies in chronological order because as F heads know, there's got to be a better term for Fast and the Furious fans, family um, as <laughs> family. <laughs> as our fast family knows, they're not in chronological order. Like Tokyo Drift takes place like it was filmed in like what is it, two thousand one or something like that, and then it take, but it actually takes place in between a couple different movies, yeah, um, which I cannot remember okay. off the top of my head. You, yeah, that's, so that's like a sign of a good saga when there's prequels and postquels and in betweenquels, and you have like multiple ways of watching it. You can watch it like by release or watch it by like narrative. That's like a key a key element for like an epic movie franchise. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, it's one of the funniest things about Tokyo Drift, especially, is because it's like timeline wise, it's supposed to be in like 2014, but it was filmed in like 2002 or something. So they all have flip phones, like recording like <laughs> the drifting on their flip phones, which I thought was really kind of that cute. was actually something that kind of blew my mind because originally I had watched the first three films uh, as they had come out when I was young, uh, and so. Getting ready to do this podcast was when I realized for the first time the timeline. And I'm like, oh my God, Fast 7 literally starts with Han's funeral. They really actually, they really went there. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot, forgot about that. that. Like, not only is that the way it's supposed to be, but the series itself 100% embraces it to the point that it literally just picks up with a scene that would only make sense if you just watched Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bold choice, absolutely. But you know what? They know their audience. They know that their audience is going to go back and watch that fucking movie again before the mm -hmm. new release, right? Yeah. And that's what I love about this series. It's dumb as shit, but it... It's like, hey, we got you, and we know you're going to come back for more. Dumb as shit, but they did their homework, right? I, absolutely. Uh, yeah. In some ways. Yeah. Oh. In some ways, for sure. Like, in, in the cars. As a car nerd, I really have to say, like, there's a lot of action films that involved cars in the late 90s and early 2000s, but a lot of them just picked, like, sort of standard cars that people think look cool, but aren't necessarily actually great race cars. And something that I love about the Fast series overall is that they pick cars that actually, like, a street racer would be like, yeah, that is a sweet car. Like, when Dom beats uh, Brian in the first race with an, a Mazda RX-7, that's a gearhead's car. Yeah, that's a little tuner. <laughs> dude, I almost, I almost had you, you, dude. You never had me. You were, what was it? Granny, granny clutching double, what was it? I don't know. It was like granny something double clutching. It was like a really stupid line that he had that it's like, I don't know what double clutching means because I don't drive standard because obvious, like I don't drive manual. It's when I'm, you shift up I'm more than one gear. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So is like that? You oh, okay. From first to third. I feel like the, which is well, bad. Well, it can right? be bad for the engine if you, if it's done improperly. Ah, oh, Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like Ray. What were you saying? I just I I feel like the first movie was more car nerdy. Mm -hmm. Like I I just watched all of them in the past couple months, and I remember watching the first one. Like, oh yeah, they like know what they're talking about with cars. But like as you progress through the series, they like talk less and less about like the specs of cars, and it's mostly just like 
crazy shit like jumping out of helicopters and cars and shit mm-hmm. like I think that. you can actually track this by just watching Ludacris become a hacker. <laughs> yeah, Ludacris oh becomes God. a hacker who's good at math. Everyone becomes like an engineer or a hacker or a super spy, which I find very cool because it's like, wow, you know, it really is like a bootstrapping kind of movie where you're like, you know, if you just believe in yourself, believe in the power of family, you can become a super global hacker and hack into the mainframe of pretty much anything, Um, which I love about these movies, too, is like towards the middle slash end of the series, they do not shy away from scope at all they're Mm. like no this is a global thing that's gonna happen like the entire military grid is is vulnerable now and it's like what a military grid is i don't understand because it doesn't really seem like a feasible way of connecting like nuclear they're talking about the morphing grid from the power rangers actually (laughs) <laughs> right, right yeah yeah <laughs> but like uh, also just because of yeah they get more and more ridiculous with the car stuff you're actually right because there's a line in um whatever movie where shaw is first introduced and shaw was played by jason statham but they're doing like a th- there's yes there's a scene and i forget which one it is i think it's maybe like fast and furious six or something but there's a scene where there's a three-way par car pulling between like vin diesel um jason statham and then like one other person and one person goes like how many like this guy has like three horsepower and then someone else says like oh you know it's four and then jason statham is like try five It's like, why not six? Why not seven? Why not eight horsepower? Like, you know, like just We're like going keep, to let's just 10. keep We're ramping it up, right? Yeah. <laughs> Engage, baby. Um Yeah, where's that? Where's, so, where's the Star Trek uh Fast and the Furious uh collab? That would be that? wow. Really, that needs to exist. <laughs> I wanna be clear. That'd be too w- good. God. You know that there's a fan fiction. That's what I was going to say. If we have any listeners who write fanfic and have written it, send it okay. our way. Oh we'll my give you a shout please. out on the next uh, There are already episode. people that make Star Trek fan films. If I have to, I'll become the first fast fan film maker just to collaborate <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> with somebody who makes Star Trek fan films. <laughs> With, like, renegades. There, like. There's so much content that you can use, though. Like, you don't even, like, all you really need to do is just find the right clips, right? And just, like, I mean, you know, I make it sound so <laughs> crazy, but. <laughs> That's because yeah, you're a hot find girl. the right clips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, how hard could it be? I do have to point out uh, that while it does get more ridiculous, they really don't try to make it unridiculous even from the very beginning. Uh, Vin Diesel gets into a life-ending car crash and just walks out of it towards the end of the first movie. Um, in the second movie, they launch a car onto a boat. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Seems normal. Totally normal. That was tame. Oh, it, I mean, it gets yeah. way wilder, yeah. but it's, it's, just, it's just fun. And, you know, I think what makes it work, though, is they never try to justify it. They never try to be like, Oh, mm-hmm. here's how it actually all really makes sense, though, and blah, blah, blah. They're just like, plot convenience. Here's the next scene. Shut up. Cars flying through the air. What do you want? <laughs> like, this is what you came here for. 
Like, eat your <laughs> didn't slop. You, didn't <laughs> you come here for slop. a car <laughs> skydiving <laughs> out of an airplane? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, so, um, I, so we all just watched F9, except for Yessie. And Yessie, there were some amazing, amazing stunts that they pulled in F9. Um, and I, I want to say, like, okay, the thesis of F9, if I was to give it, like, a tagline, mm-hmm. it would be F9. Magnets, how do they work? What? Oh, exactly. Because, yeah, because it's like, take everything you know about magnets, throw it out. It's gone. Just throw it out. <laughs> you don't need it anymore. <laughs> you don't need them anymore. You're in the Fast and Furious world where the magnets work for the good guys, but not for the bad guys. <laughs> magnets have a moral compass? Yeah. Like, well, the, well, the good guys are such good hackers that, they, that their electronics are foolproof against um, electromagnetic pulses. But for some reason, every other electronic, like, works to their advantage. Damn. And so they use giant magnets attached to their cars or whatever. It's, a, it's amazing. That sounds and, incredible. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fantastic. Um, there were a lot of movies. Okay, y'all, there were a lot of movies, uh, parts of F9, that I was like, that surely we cannot get any more ridiculous. <laughs> Ray, what do you think was your favorite ridiculous moment in F9? F9 specifically? Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I was, like, really excited when they went to space, but then I was kind of, like, let down when they were in space. <laughs> it was, like, yeah. kind of, like, anticlimactic when they got there, There, but, um... Wait, so, so hold on, sorry, sorry. They went to car. space? Yeah, so just the fact that they went to space is... In a car? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, Fiero we're so close to rocket. this crossover and, already. And Bow Wow comes back from Tokyo Drift... With the other white guy from Tokyo Drift, I don't know his character's name. I don't remember either. But they they help a car get to space for some reason. Apparently, that's what they've been doing in Tokyo is trying to make Send a space cars car. to space. Right. Yes. Yes. They Elon Musk hero with a rocket attached to it to space. And then and and not all of them, just Ludacris and Tyrese. And <laughs> and then you and then they get to space and they're like. Yo, I can't believe we're in space. And that was like the majority of them being in space was them being like, wow. What's happening? This is crazy. You know, the director was like, we really need to sell this whole space thing. So, yeah. so, so really push the fact that you're in space because you're just in a car. So like, there's just like yeah. space. Yeah, it was pretty great. Um, that was a great ridiculous moment. Kennedy, what was your favorite ridiculous moment? Well, since we moment? already brought up space, um, I have to say... <laughs> Just the, the the kind of beginning-ish chase through the minefield. I was like, wow, <laughs> this is already a film. From, like, the first few minutes when they're just, like, Dom and his crew don't seem to be doing anything special to avoid the mines at all and are just driving, like, maniacs. They're going fast. Um, <laughs> but the bad guys just blow up at random intervals whenever it's really cool. And it's just like, okay, this mm. is as convenient as it could possibly be for an action sequence. <laughs> but it's it's fun. And it just, it, it kicks off the film in such a way that you just know, you know what to expect from there on. By the time they even go to space, I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah, they're, so, they're, so, they, so they're in some like, what is it, Monte Quinto? 
which is that a real place? I feel very ignorant asking that. Monte Quinto. Oh, uh, uh, Monte Quito, like like in I think it's in Costa Rica or something. Oh, maybe it is. Okay, maybe it is real. Um, I thought they had just like made up a a new country or something. Uh-huh. Uh, which would have been cool. But so that so they're, you know, the, doing the whole like we're, you know, we're in, you know, Central American territory, like where, you know, the military is super dangerous, whatever. And they're going through this landmine being chased by the local military. And they're like, how fast do we have to go to outrun the landmines? And then I guess it's ludicrous. who is like, wait, let me do the math in my head. As they're like, <laughs> like mm, 80 miles an hour or something like that. It was like something ridiculously low, right? <laughs> 80, yeah, 80 miles an hour. And so they're like, all right, bet. And they just like gun it through this minefield. And they're somehow outrunning like a something like a 20 foot blast radius or something within like 0. 0.5, 0. 0.05 seconds. I don't know. Cause what? I'm not a mathematician. Like, like Ludacris's character. <laughs> and then they're, for some reason, even though the other vehicles that are chasing them are going just as fast, they're all blowing up. Uh, so yeah, th- that was a really good scene. Yeah, I like that And they one even a lot. end it uh, with Roman almost blowing up, but for some reason it just doesn't. Tyrese's character. Yeah, it just yeah. doesn't yeah. happen. Like what? <laughs> well, uh, yeah like, like so, so they, they bring it to the very brink of like he, oh no he, he's gonna explode and then it just doesn't like it, it just doesn't quite reach him oh barely <laughs> Lord, <sighs> yeah but then they but then it's like for some reason what they were doing with like with the three black characters um Roman and Ludacris's character Tej and then Ramsey who is played by the chick from Game of Thrones mm-hmm. is they had this whole like thing where they're like I think we're invincible da 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 and it's like basically like a oh we've been through all this shit like when you really think about it maybe we're invincible and it was like they spent so much time on this weird little like side subplot and it's like you don't need to draw attention to the fact that it's ridiculous that you're alive like yeah. we ooh, we get it but yeah all the near deaths in that movie were great um since the since those two things were already mentioned i'd say the most ridiculous moment for me because it caught me completely off guard was when dom toretto gets saved from like interpol Mm -hmm. and put in the back of the truck and everyone takes their hood off and interpol turns out to be cardi b and her friends what i forgot what what And the girls next to me in the movie theater were like, Cardi! <laughs> and then one, the other one said, I know that's right. And I was ah. like, yeah. <laughs> but it completely, I didn't know she had a cameo in this movie. I wasn't looking for it. So it was like very, very funny. Um. Okay, now I really feel like I have to watch all of these. You, you absolutely do. Oh my God. Oh my God. The levels. The levels to this shit is just, like, beyond anything that I ever thought it could be. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I think, like, honestly, this was very much a ploy for me to get you to just watch the films because they're my favorite. Um, (laughs) So. They're good. Now that we've talked a little bit about F9, (laughs) um, I wanted to go into, like, some clips. Okay. And Yessie will have not seen most of these, but I'm just going to go in like top five clips of 
and I just like googled most ridiculous scenes. All right, let me see. Let's I'm do so it. Ready. I'm ready. My my body is so ready. I'm like craving <laughs> car Fast and Furious content right now. Hey hotties, it's your co-host Rara. We hope you're enjoying this free episode of Hot Girl Agenda. If you want to see the full video of our reactions to the most ridiculous Fast and Furious clips, head over to our Patreon and subscribe at either the $3 or $5 level. You'll also get access to exclusive bonus episodes featuring Tanya and Tom from the Trillbillies and Brett Payne of Street Fight Radio. That's patreon.com slash hotgirlagenda. Enjoy the rest of the episode and don't forget to subscribe. Wow. Yeah, so does everyone feel a lot smarter now for having watched that? I know I do. For sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I, I just feel like I I need like a a contemplative moment (laughs) to process the intensity of what I've just seen. Like, I feel like the, like, Fast and Furious is like, okay, like, there's a kitten in a tree, but here's what we're going to do. We got to get this, like photon torpedo and we gotta attach it to a chevelle and then we gotta get like three fucking uh hyundai accents that have been souped up to like the nth degree and then we gotta create a network to blow up the tree while catching the kitten with one hand like wow yeah like over complicating in the best way yeah, it's the it's the Rube Goldberg machine of action movies. <laughs> also, just anything can be explained. Like, there's never a moment in the writers' room where they're like, "Oh, we can't do that. That would contradict something." They're like, "Okay, right. that would contradict something. So let's just explain it in some crazy way." Like that, that's right. their only answer to ever. Like Letty comes back to life after being shot in the head. Han comes back to life after being in one of the most fatal car crashes you could possibly imagine. (laughs) Yeah. I would not be surprised that they brought back Giselle, who's played by Gal Gadot, because she sacrifices herself for Han. I know. And I was like, wait, they brought Han back. So are they going to bring Gal Gadot back? Because that would be the most ridiculous. Of course, she was they... the lamest character, honestly. She was such a lame character. But they have to resolve his arc. You know, in Fast 10, he's got to get back together with the woman he's <laughs> meant to be with. And have babies. Because it always ends in ha- them having babies with their, with their partners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they can't just let anyone be childless in this universe. Everyone has to have a fucking baby at some point. Damn. <laughs> the legacy of family has to continue. Exactly. Yeah. Also they gotta break bread, apparently, is what I is what I gathered from the oh. from the recap. Lots of eating. Yeah. Barbecue, yeah. Family dinner. Same. Lots of coronas. Because Same I think Grace. that they are sponsored by Corona. Corona, the family beer. <laughs> oh my god. Can I just say I love how Vin drinks beer? Like he drinks beer like a toddler. You know what? He, like, holds it like... Like, that's how he drinks Coronas throughout the film franchise. It's great. He does. He almost, like, doesn't have it on his lower lip. Like, it's almost, like, sliding off. It's it's a a real uh, real tough guy way to drink beer. Yeah, tough guy. Hey, I'm a fucking tough guy. I choke my beer before I drink. You got that with one hand, buddy? (laughs) 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 Don't want to spill it. Yeah. Also, it's like this is this is a series that I feel really would have been improved by having the presence of more drug users in the crew. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? That would have caused some like great plot points if like 
somebody was like a better driver when they were like all like fucked up. It just seemed really unrealistic that all these people would just be like, yeah, we're just, you know, we're just criminals. We're just chilling. Like <laughs> we're just criminals. We're just criminals. One Corona yeah. and I'm good. We just do car stuff. Like none of that drug stuff, you know? <laughs> We're high on gas. <laughs> We're high on NOS. <laughs> Wait. That, yeah, high on NOS. Wait, that's wrong. Not like that. <laughs> Me, I'm high when I listen to NOS. No. <laughs> Edit that out. I mean, some, some, some of their uh, garages that they work in are like these grungy, rundown garages that don't have proper ventilation. So maybe there's a little bit of, you know, just yeah. natural gasoline high good for the body organic <laughs> you know little little <laughs> <laughs> little if, break okay. fluid mm. okay ho- okay hear me out what if the next movie at the end it like goes into like a dream sequence like and it's just like paul walker's like in the hospital bed just like and he's actually been in a coma at- since after like the first movie and it was all a dream. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but now. They never, they never acknowledge that Paul Walker's character is dead. It's always like, no. oh, yeah, Brian yeah. will be here in a minute. Or like, oh, yeah, he's, yeah. he's getting the beer. And then, <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah, no, they, yes. they just. It, they didn't kill him no, off? No. They, because how would you do Holy how would you do that death? Because it would have been an off-screen death. And all the major players have to have an on-screen death, mm-hmm. right? to be consistent good with Lord. the universe this good yeah. lord they actually use a <laughs> they actually cgi'd his face and god what was it fast six i forget which one fast seven, fast seven. um and at, at the end where him and dom are like side to side in, in their vehicles and he looks over and he's like and they nod to each other and then um and then brian drives off um and that's like supposed to be the end of his career with like you know with his hoodlum friends basically with his carjacking yeah. friends. And then he like retires. Um, but then he but then Mia, his wife, comes back in the ninth movie. Um, because it's like super family time. Because Super because Family. Blood flame. Fa- the main antagonist. Family. The main antagonist in F9 is John Cena, who plays Dom Toretto's long lost brother. Right. For... That we've never heard of before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though this guy's obsessed with family. Right. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, not all family. Family. Yeah. Well, it was like he was dead. He was dead to me yeah. because he was involved with like an accident in how his father died. And so like that brother's dead to me. Da, 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 da. But it's like, wait a minute. But you were Paul Walker's family, even after he turned out to be a fucking undercover cop that was trying to take down your whole thing. That guy immediately yeah. became family, like, after that. And so it was, like, very different, like, very morally inconsistent on Dom Toretto's part, <laughs> if you ask me. You know, he's not a super consistent dude. <laughs> 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 he's, he's, he's definitely he one of those guys that thinks he's really rational and every decision he makes is based on logic. But if you follow the pattern, it's all emotion. It's all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> it's all toxic. It's all toxic. <laughs> He's a man of toxic whims, for sure. <laughs> Lord. Okay, so, Lord. 
So based on um, based on everything we've seen so far, Yessi, who's your favorite character? Just on this viewing. Ooh. Um, based on everything we've seen so far, which is three clips plus a 15-minute recap that I watched that Rara was like, you got to watch this. I would say my favorite character right now. You know what? Like, I'm super interested in Han, especially because this recap we watched um, was talking about how this character existed outside of the franchise and they brought him into the franchise, mm-hmm. like from some other movie. Which I had no idea about until I watched that clip because I'd seen this movie Better Luck Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea that that was the case. And I was like, wow, they really brought they really brought that in. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah Han is a, a, a fan favorite for sure. He is definitely a cool, cool character. Um, Ray, what about you? Who's your fave? Gotta go with Dom. I love, I love Daddy Vin. <laughs> Dom is the best. I love that he wears heightened shoes, <laughs> if you notice. Like, there's, like, clips where you see him, like, stepping on gas pedals and stuff, and you can see there's, like, a platform in his shoe even there. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't notice that. But that makes a lot of sense, yeah. especially with the movies where The Rock is in it. Yeah. So they both have contracts. Vin and The Rock both have contracts that say they cannot lose a fight in any movie really? what so when they fought each other that's why it was like some weird tie um yeah and they hate each other that's the most egotistical was- bullshit i've ever heard i know <laughs> yeah wow what a writer what a writer they must have <laughs> i think vin is one of the writers is he I really think vin helps write yeah, because he was saying that he didn't want there to be more Fast and Furious movies, but they were like, you can be a producer and you can help write them. And he's like, okay, I'll do it. That's why they got so good. So I think that's why they're so bad. <laughs> yeah, they're good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is a producer in the new ones. I'm looking. Incredible. Yeah, and we didn't even get into the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff because now there's a spinoff with right. The Rock and Jason Statham. Um, and also, Helen Mirren plays Jason Statham's mother. She's part yeah, of the wow. she's right. part of the Fast and Furious universe, and she's fucking fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also an F nine. Nice. She's probably oh, one of my man. favorite side characters. Definitely. Definitely. Wait, Kennedy, who did you say was your fave? You know, um, I'm torn a little bit. Uh, Han is really good. He's always snacking, which I love. <laughs> Han has always got a bag of chips. He's always complaining if there aren't snacks. It's very hot girl, honestly. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I really appreciate that. Um, also, I think uh, uh, slightly underrated is Letty. I think uh, I think hmm. uh, you know she gets a lot of just weird stuff happens to her and so she doesn't always get like the credit that she deserves but when she Mm -hmm. rocks she really rocks like she's a good racer and stuff and i think like she's a really fun character throughout the series that i actually i really like the way that she just will just tease the shit out of dom knowing that she's the only person that can get away with that (laughs) good chemistry yeah good chemistry we love good chemistry. they do have really good chemistry and i and in f9 they give they actually give letty and mia a pretty badass fight scene so that that's pretty pretty dope um and it is kind of like a cheeky fight scene because mia ends up beating the shit out of some of them with like pots and pans um which i thought was like ah girl power see (laughs) women belong in the kitchen fighting with pots and pans (laughs) yeah 
But I'd say, okay, my favorite character, probably Roman, but for the same reasons that you like Han, because he's always snacking. He's a stress eater. He's an emotional eater. Oh, I and I that. really respect that. <laughs> and they always give him such a hard time. But he's he's kind of like, um, he's kind of one of the dumbest characters, but he's kind of like the most one of the purest characters just because there's just no there's a lot of like self-realizing like egotistical bullshit but you know he's a snacker and i'm a snacker so also roman and fast two plus you're a snack roman and fast two best zingers in the series (laughs) he he's just he's just ripping on everybody just handing out disses left and right yes there was (laughs) lot. Especially to Paul Walker. Oh my God, yes. Um, there was one line in like Fast Two that's like infamous, where he's supposed to be like delivering it like Fonzie from Happy Days, but instead oh he's just like, "Hey, fuck you," or something like that. And it's like, <laughs> it's such a perfect line reading because it's so like it's like he did not get the reference, he did not understand the assignment, but he just did it anyway. Like. Hey! <laughs> well, y'all, this has been really fun. I can't believe that we haven't talked for three hours because it feels like we could talk for three more hours about this. Oh, I love it. I could I talk for it. three more hours about just car nerd stuff. <laughs> I, you're alone on that one. I don't know anything about cars, as exhibited by all my car trouble last week. <laughs> <laughs> I know a little. Car talk for femmes. Let's do I, it. Oh, my yeah, have you back on? Did you ever listen to Car Talk? Am I the only one yeah. that Car Talk? Car <laughs> Talk. It was on NPR. My boyfriend listens to that. We need Car Talk know. for Femmes. They still air it. Car Talk yeah. for Femmes. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Special special hot girl episode. Let's talk about cars, our car troubles, and how to what to do when that um, check engine light comes yeah. on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Pro tip: Do not just ignore it. <laughs> First up, Papa Zan. <laughs> yeah, right. Get your snacks, Papa Zan. Get some water. Call your therapist. Call your family. <laughs> Call your family. Yes. <laughs> Go through your contacts. Find any guy that you may have like had some semblance of a relationship with in the last ten years that might still be around and be like, uh, "Hey, crying. how are you doing?" <laughs> Uh, or girl, you know, is very whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Call somebody, start crying, <laughs> start crying um, until yeah. somebody shows up. Yes. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're, this seems like a good place to wrap it up. So mm. uh, let's do some plugs. Uh, where can we find you, Ray? What are you up to? Where can we find you on the internet? Uh, well, you can follow me on Instagram at Rachel Epstein. R-A-C-H-E-L-E-P-P-S-T-E-I-N. Nice. And, uh, or my podcast, Are You Proud of Me podcast on Instagram. And we'll hopefully release new episodes soon of my podcast. Hell yeah. And Kennedy, where can we find you? Um, I do a lot of stuff. Not Safe for Wong, Sentai Truther Club, Uncivil Disobedience, other shows sometimes. Uh, just follow me at Kennedy T. Cooper. That's the best place to keep up with everything I do. Um, that's Twitter. That's also Instagram. That's also Clubhouse, which I'm on but haven't really used yet. Ah. Uh, but uh, I uh, might use it. 
follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Drop me an invite. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can yet, but I, I will if I can. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. And once again, if you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash hotgirlagenda. You can help us make more cool shit for you. Uh, that was a terrible way to... For you you help us make cool shit for you. <laughs> we are content. Help us. We, we podcasters. <laughs> no, here, here. I'm going to help you out. Okay, listen. Go to the Hot Girl Agenda Patreon and become a part of the family. <laughs> Love it. I got to So good. I just pulled a Lucille Blue. I just got so excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us on the show, and we will see you all later. Peace. So this is my um, Fast and Furious themed song. It's called Family Forever. (laughs) (laughs) The Fast and Furious franchise is the best movie franchise. Of all time, it's got Vin Diesel as Dom Toretto, and he's always saying he'll go for one last ride, but there with the last one. There will be sequels. Do you really think they'll stop at 10? I don't think so. There will always be family. Family forever. We'll have family forever. Family forever. Remember that time when Dom Toretto tried to play chicken with that other guy, Shabbatal? They did was crash their cars into each other, then they got outside and started fighting with pipes, I remember. Game of Thrones, but she looks good in a bikini. All the girls in my family look good in bikinis. It is so good to see. Remember that time when they killed off Letty, but it turns out Letty wasn't dead. Hell yeah. Remember that time when they killed off Han, but it turns out Han wasn't dead. Hell yeah. Oh, wow.
watch Vin Diesel try to drink a Corona. Have you seen him do it? It looks like a toddler. It's 